Hello, everyone. I have two things I'd like to discuss before we get to the podcast. Number one, thank you to everyone who's messaged me about my family doing good on the mend. Number two, I would love for you to join us with last night's game for a bachelorette bracket. You can find all of the information on that in the show notes or on my website. It's super fun, super easy, super quick, and we're having a great time. So prepare yourselves. There's a lot going on in this episode. Not only do some guy in Austin and I break down Tasha's dates, but we also discuss how the individuals in charge of figuring out activities for these dates must have senioritis. The floor is lava. Harrison is autographing sweaty derrieres. Barnyard animals are crushed with crickets and made into smoothies. What is going on? Thank goodness we have Ivan as a mature, level-headed palate cleanser. Say hello to my new front runner. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 189 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I am here with some guy in Austin who graciously stepped in for me last week when I couldn't do the podcast. So thank you so much for doing that. Well, I probably owe you an apology. I, I listened to your, your end product and um, I uh, was, was a little unprepared. I'd had a busy week myself. So uh, I'd like to apologize <laughs> to you and to all of the listeners for a poor quality Oh, uh, nonsense. This is... This isn't easy, first of all, I would say. I mean, yeah, it is sort of, but not really when you're talking to yourself because you don't have anybody to bounce off of. So that was really hard for me to put you in that position. And, you know, I didn't even explain anything. I didn't put an intro or an exit. I was just trying to get through it. So I think you did the best you could do with what I gave you. Well, it was still fun. So at any rate... uh... We're back in a, our, our uh, you the Batman to my Robin, um, the Jennifer <laughs> Gray to my Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Thank you for making me Batman. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's your podcast. Did you know that I'm, I have a twin brother? You know that. And yeah. um, when we were kids, um, my my twin brother was, um, he could be very uh, physically mean, you know, like he, mm-hmm. he, he would hit and push and tackle and wrestle. I would just really, you know, spout off at the mouth. But when we played Batman and Robin as kids, he never let me be Batman. Oh, I know, and that's sad. That's sad. You should and have years just later sw- on a psychiatrist couch. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just swooped in as Superman and said, "Suck it." That's I know, what I, I would have done. I, I remember when uh, <laughs> my mom. I can remember we we had gloves, and and that would would signify whether you were Batman or Robin. It wasn't the cape; it was the gloves, and um, like I mittens. I, I was very young, but I can still remember my mom screaming at my brother to let 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 me be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it was always Batman. It was never Superman or any of the other Justice League characters. Aquaman. Well, uh, I think Flash. I had mentioned my, my brother and I had uh, Underoos. Do you remember Underoos? I do. Yes. Uh, I had Shazam ones, and we used to watch that on TV. So I think there probably were times when I was Shazam, um, <laughs> but Shazam didn't have a partner. So 
You, that didn't really like work. A, yeah, you need a duo. <laughs> Did he ever make you be Wonder Woman? No, my mom was Wonder Woman. My mom would get tinfoil and she would put tinfoil bracelets on and wrap tinfoil around her wrists and chase us around the house as Wonder Woman. So my, my, my parents are, both of them were pretty fun and my yeah. mom... Uh, you know, still to this day relates better to small children than she does adults. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, Taisha was having all sorts of fun on her dates too this week. I think we had some interesting times. We had some wacky times. There were some very serious times. So we, we ran the gambit on this and I feel like it was a decent episode. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, I think, um, the Harrison shtick is getting a little weird. Right. I wish they wouldn't make him do that. Well, a he, little ridiculous. <laughs> just a smidge. He comes up at the beginning of the episode and he meets all the bros outside by the pool and he points out that young Noah has a rose because he jumped the fence and proved to Tasha that he was willing to fight for her love. So he reminds everyone. Tasha likes bold moves. She likes grand gestures. And what better way to show her than to write her a love song and perform it? If you had been given that date, what would your first reaction be? Um, I, I don't sing or write love songs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just thought, I thought, I think you probably agree with this. They, they seem so, um, unreasonably limited in what they're doing here. I, I mean, lava games. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. There's gotta be something more to do on that resort than, than these kind of childish yeah. things that we would do when you were, we were bored. I don't know. And, and the thought about it is let's say we were in the real world. Would they have taken them to some sort of stage, famous stage in LA and had the next person who is ready to drop their album, sing a little right. bit and then yeah. help them through teaching. That's, that's the part that I'm wondering is that's what, is that what's making everything so stale in I the, guess. in the date and, world? And maybe it's a, maybe it's a pared down production crew or limited oh, people, but that's but true. That doesn't prevent people from showing up though. I mean, right. <laughs> we've got, um, Jared and what's her face and who showed up this week? Um, two, Becca, uh, Becca and Sydney. Mm-hmm. And Sydney. Yeah. I mean, I got to assume that, that, 10 minutes they were on the show um, didn't amount to a two-week quarantine just so they could get that, that yeah. uh, Truth or Dare game in. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It was, you know, they're even in the hospitality suite at the La Quinta Inn and Resort, Spa and Resort, and they're in like a, some sort of random small room, and there's a table full of instruments that they are welcome to utilize, and not one knows how to play, which that's not a big deal. I thought it was odd that the likelihood of eight guys standing there and not one knows how to play, or just because sing. I, yes, or sing. So true. Yeah. I just feel like some somebody in the group surely plays some sort of musical instrument, but they didn't, and yeah. and and zero people performed well. Some tried to sing and did not do it. I think Riley did some sort of prose, you know, after dark at the coffee house type mm-hmm. thing. Somebody tried to rap. Yes, and it was Bennett. And gosh, that was unfortunate. Yeah. And so um, she's kind of going with whoever put together the the best words, I think. Yeah. Oh, whoever was the least awkward. That had to be painful to mm-hmm. sit there and listen to. But um, it just occurred to me, 
Um, I think any cross section of 16 people in the population, I think you probably find one or two of them that could sing mm-hmm. or carry, carry a tune mm-hmm. at least. Uh, and then one or two of them that would play a musical instrument, mm-hmm. uh, particularly like bongos or something stupid like that. Like, you know, yeah. that, that's not super hard to learn. But um, it occurred to me that we now have the Listen to Your Heart franchise. Yes. Did you hear the veiled reference? I did. Uh, that last night? Yeah. So, so it, it occurred to me now that, you know, there, any, any jack that can play a guitar or <laughs> sing now has their own vehicle. They don't have to try out for the show. So maybe that's why there's a lack of ah, musical. Ah, that is an interesting angle. That is a very interesting angle. I did not consider that. They've got their own show now, so they're not yeah. going to try to get famous on The Bachelor. They're going to try to get famous on Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart when he's calling for you. Interesting. Right. I did do a little bit of research on the top songwriters of time i guess i don't know it was a rolling stone article the top 100 songwriters of all time maybe and because these guys were supposed to write original songs which harkens back to whatever during claire's time where they're telling they're professing their love to her while she's in that tower or something it's the exact same thing but they're trying to make it to music and it's it's not but i went to rolling stone and i found the top 100 singer-songwriters of all time. Wow. And I was wondering if you could guess maybe four of the top ten. That's, you know, music is my thing. This is super easy for me. The number one is is got to be between two people. Mm-hmm. It's got to be between either Bob Dylan mm-hmm. or one of the Beatles right, key writers, which would be Paul McCartney or John Lennon. It's got to be one of those two to be, to be the number one. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Well, which um, one is it? Bob Dylan. Yes. Bigger catalog. Um, yes. And he also wrote most of that stuff um, by himself as opposed to as in a group. So I think that would trump it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And then you got to go with the Beatles. Um, yeah. So it's John Lennon or Paul McCartney. Um, how many do I have to name? Four. <laughs> Seven. Oh, I've got three now. Um, I would go. So, so it's you just You have to name seven. Oh, I have to name seven. Um, I'd go with... Um, Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. Um, shoot. Uh, Springsteen. No, he's not in the top oh, ten. Um, hold on, I I can get this. Um, there are two <sighs> two women. Oh, okay. Oh, um, what does that mean? No, they're, they're, they're women be like folky people, 10. right? They are folky people, like Joan Baez or someone like that. No, but close. Joni Mitchell. There you go. There, okay. And the other one, I have no clue. Yes, I would go, I was going to say Elton John or Bernie Toppin because they're, they're prolific nope. too. Mm-mm. No. Okay. The other woman, guess. let me give you, let me give you a hint. She's got a Broadway show about her life. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, mean, I, don't, I don't know anything about Broadway. Nothing. Okay. About. Um, she wrote the theme song for Gilmore Girls. I don't know what the theme song for Gilmore uh, Girls is. Well, cue the music. I will follow anywhere that you tell me to. If you need, you need me to be with you, I will follow. 
it is Carol King. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's and, a big. Uh, I was gonna go with James Taylor too because mm, he's another big one. But yeah. Anyway, Jackson Brown, someone like that would be it, maybe. It oh. is. Um, I'll I'll go one to ten. It's according to Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan is one. Paul McCartney is two. John oh, Lennon is three. I got it. Mm-hmm. Four is Chuck Berry. That was very surprising to me that he's number four. Wow. Number five is Smokey Robinson. Okay. Makes sense. Six is Mick Jagger and Keith Richards together. Okay. Seven is Carol King. Eight is Simon and Garfunkel. Nine is Joni Mitchell. And ten is Stevie Wonder. Well, I got mm-hmm. a lot of those. I'm proud of myself. That's King. not bad. You know what though? I'm, I'm I got to pat myself on the back. I'm pretty impressed. I got that many, I, mm-hmm. and I, that's legit too. I didn't Google anything or whatever. So. Right. You're but, awesome. I wish whatever. I knew all that too. <laughs> I may have. I may have. I may have said Bob Dylan and the Beatles, and that's all I would have done. I wouldn't have done any of the other ones. Yeah. I would have just started naming bands I know that are old. Well, um, during this date, Ivan was the one who was chosen as the winner of the musical contest. I'm using air quotes. And he got a one-on-one date with Tasha, and the other boys had to go back home. Now, Ivan is the one who is the aeronautical engineer from Dallas. And I feel like in my brain, he was way younger than Tasha, but he's not. He's just a little bit younger than her. He's 28. She's 30 or 31 mm-hmm. by now. And they had, they, everybody was saying, I don't know about Ivan. He's really shy. He's going to have to open up to get Tasha to really respond. And that's when they did, they made them do such stupid things. Like you were talking about, oh, the floor is lava and we got to get to the bedroom without touching the ground. And then they did Twister and they had a pillow fight and they ate a bunch of food. Then they get out poolside and they have very serious conversation about both of them being biracial and what it looks like to grow up with having an african-american father and a non-african-american mother his mom is filipino i think her mom is caucasian no her mom is filipino her mom is filipino yeah i think so oh i thought his mom was filipino oh but they may both be but um i i gotta tell you this i've never seen anyone in the history of my mm-hmm. watching the show take advantage of a one-on-one like that. I like agree. I killed it. I agree. It, it, yeah. And, and I think, look, if she doesn't end, end up with that guy, then somebody's going to have to do something pretty spectacular. Cause I mean, everything that they talked about, they related to one another. Yep. He's a, he's a stand up guy. Yes. Seems like, yes. Um, you know, came from a bad background. Now he's an aeronautical engineer in Dallas. I mean, the guy's a success yes. in spite of a lot of, obstacles he understands her i I thought the guy killed it yeah he he opened up about his brother and how the guilt that he felt that he was going down a dark path once ivan went off to college and then he Mm -hmm. the brother ended up in jail and how he's trying to help the brother back and the brother had a kid and i'm i'm gonna help be a father to this kid and he's crying and and the whole thing about you know, I've been through these hardships, so it helps me not to judge other people. And yep. I thought, man, that's incredibly, well, and then incredibly his mindset because because he said, oh, I was called you know names and I because mm-hmm. you know, of my race and all that. 
And I thought it was really telling when she said, well, how did that affect you? And he said, you know, it just made me stronger. It just made me yes. want to work harder. Oh. I thought look, it's all about mindset, right? I mean, he, he, the guy's got a positive outlook in mm-hmm. spite of really negative things. He's not blaming himself or down on himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's, I mean, to me, if I'm a 31 year old bachelorette, yeah. Those are the kind of qualities you look Absolutely. for. Absolutely. And um, I thought he was, I thought he did really well. And then the best part about that was he goes from the crying and the, you know, all of this, uh, and then he makes her laugh and they yes. end the date on a great note. Yes. So I thought as far as one-on-one dates, that is the blueprint that everybody Agreed. should aspire to. Agreed. And, and, and I don't think anybody else is going to be able to touch it. So some, some differences, you know, if we go back to Jason and how Claire is just kind of breaking him down and he gets teary from a broken moment. That's yeah. not what Ivan was doing. I don't think Ivan was breaking down tears. I don't think Ivan was conjuring tears. I think Ivan was emotional about what he was talking about. So it seemed very genuine to me. And I also think Ivan's shyness per se is not shyness. It is a man who is grounded and right. it's a Mod- man. Modesty. Yes, it's modest. He's grounded. He has integrity. He's matured more than a lot of these guys over here. And so just exactly like you said, she starts crying and then he all he does is let her sit in those tears and just kind of whispering, "You're good. You're good." Almost like let it out and knowing that there is a lot of stuff under the surface for Tasha that she hasn't dealt with. He obviously knows now is not the time for me to figure all that out, but just let her sort of get through that makes her laugh. Then they make out. I mean, home run of you know a what, date home yeah, run. You, you know what else he didn't do? Hmm. No, it's bothering me. Oh my Jeez. Oh yeah. my gosh. It just no makes me wine. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Ivan now. I think he's, there's a, there's a lot of guys this season I'm rooting for. I will say that, but Ivan, I mean, he ticked it up and I appreciate ABC giving that date so much time to where it wasn't abrupt, where we weren't understanding what's going on. They let us sit in that for a while. No, I think, and well, first of all, what else are they going to do? Um, but, but second of (laughs) all, I think it's it's kind of this like keep rolling type of thing where they're getting a lot of good content mm-hmm. where, you know, what are they going to do? Make the guys drink elephant testicles or whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, no one wants to watch that. Um, I was waiting for Joe Rogan to come out. And what was that show? Fear Factor, where they used to make him do stuff like that. It's ridiculous. That's what was so unfortunate is that you're so proud of ABC and you're thinking, man, I've never had a moment like this. I've been watching the show more than half my life. Look how wonderful that was and then you just glide right into truth or dare where we're gonna make you drink the elephant testicles and yeah. you know mixed up with some barnyard animals it's fine i uh, i yeah i, I mean sydney and becca served no purpose whatsoever yeah. they had the the dare part were, was four four little segments one was everything a smoothie with gross stuff all sm- and they had to chug it then mm-hmm. there was you had to uh, simulate an orgasm for I, an I, hour. I, I mean, a minute. That was so ridiculous. So ridiculous over the loudspeaker yeah. of the entire resort. That was ridiculous. Then you had to find Chris Harrison and have him autograph your butt. Mm-hmm. Then you had to eat a habanero pepper and then propose to Tasha. Mm-hmm. And 
that was, it, to me, that was just as, as ludicrous as putting them all in Speedos and making them do dodgeball or water polo or whatever they had done. It's just the most ridiculous thing And she ever. even looked a little embarrassed by the whole thing. But the other thing, I, when she was in that little halter top thingy with the, with mm-hmm. the shorts, I thought, hey, uh, hey, Claire, that's how you wear heels with shorts. I mean, Tasha looks go. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I, I said this on my horrible podcast uh, when I set in for you is whoever's dressing her, doing her hair, whatever, yes. uh, A+. Plus. Um, yes. Claire, not so much. But uh, Tasha really is killing it on the wardrobe. And another point is that whenever she was doing that song thing, she was in, or one of these things, I can't remember, she was in Mustard Yellow. Mustard yellow looks terrible on anybody, I believe. No, she's got a skin tone. And she looked yeah. fantastic in mustard yeah, no, yellow. I just applaud that. Yeah, I mean, she's, she, cause, uh, you know, someone like with, with a non olive based skin tone, I think it just, it would what, wash you out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not with her. She's got the perfect complexion for that. What's the grossest she... thing you've ever eaten? <laughs> <laughs> Cream corn. I can't eat. <laughs> Why? I mean, I, oh my God. I, it's, it's seriously like eating throw up. It, it's so gross. It's, it's just the look of it. I can look at cream corn and totally lose my appetite. It's the grossest, most disgusting. You know what else I hate? Huh. Sweet potato. Cannot okay. eat sweet potatoes. All right. I wasn't thinking about real food. I was thinking of a oh, time whenever just something you... accidentally I swallowed. <laughs> Have you ever had a dare where you had to drink the elephant testicles ground up with strawberries? I have eaten Rocky Mountain oysters though several times. Those Mm -hmm. are um, those are goat testicles. Okay, I have eaten those. Why did you do that? Because they serve them in various places, and I was just curious as to what they tasted like. They fry them up, and they're they're gross. I have eaten those. Yeah, Um, I've eaten rattlesnake before. Okay, tastes Um, like chicken. no, it's 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 uh it's very reptile-y. Have you have you eaten, have you ever eaten alligator? No. Oh, it's similar to that. It's like a kind of like a a hard a harder um, chewier crab texture. Okay, I've had pigeon before. It wasn't wow. on purpose, but it's one of those things where you're overseas, you know, and you have to be polite and respectful of the. I think you told me this story mm-hmm. once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that but that's like rough. like I go I go quail hunting and mm-hmm. a quail's like a fancy pigeon. True. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> and you know I don't eat things with bones in them. I don't because that feels like cannibalism to me. Have you ever eaten dove? That's also like a that's that's like a pigeon as well. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I have. No. Quail tastes mm-hmm. a lot more like a gamey chicken, okay. whereas dove is like really kind of gamey. I think I had octopus in Singapore, but I kept telling myself it's just chewy ham. It's chewy ham. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what those little suction cups are, but chewy ham. Pigs are far more disgusting than octopuses are. Octopi? octopi, What's Mm -hmm. the proper? I think octopi. That's what I would have gone with. I'm not sure. Um, I, but here's the thing though, like we can, like if you mixed all that stuff in a smoothie with some fruit, I wouldn't drink it. 
You wouldn't. I would have just said, what's the dare? I mean, what's the truth? What do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have debased myself by forcing, uh, you know, goat testicles or whatever yeah. it was in, in <laughs> intestines down my throat. And crickets and all the things. Yeah. Just, it ended up that the truth part came at the second part of the date. Right. It was just and all dare. It was all just dare. all dare, this go around. And... Everybody was tearing up at the habanero pepper trying to propose, but Bennett, in that moment, he decided, yeah. hey, I am in this because this proposal feels right. What mm. did you think about Bennett's declaration of sort of love to Tasha? Do you buy it? I, I think it took him several weeks to get pared down. I mean, I think he's just been worn down and, and uh, that's what happens when you're held captive. Um, you eventually <laughs> fall in love with your captors. Okay. I don't buy um, it for yeah, a second. I, I think he, I think he thought, I think he was sincere. Oh, I don't buy it for a second. You don't really? No. I, I don't dislike Bennett. I think he's, oh my he's gosh, kind of he's, he's the worst one. I'll take Noah before Bennett. No, he's kind of a cheese, but he's Ugh. not, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think, um, the, the, the whole Noah thing I think is a little misguided too. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. I think that you're, that's where Bennett just, I kind of roll my eyes at him because he's, he's, he's playing into Noah's game and he's being a part of it. And I just wish he wouldn't, it, it bothers me. I think the other people from the date doing all the truth telling, we didn't really learn anything truthful about anyone, but she did make out with Zach in the hot tub but she yeah, acted I, weird in the hot tub. Do you agree with me? Something yeah, was she, weird. Yeah, she was. She seemed a little put off. Why? I don't know. I but don't either. First of all, I, I just want to. I want to. Want to see real quick. I don't. I, um, as you would say, put a pin in that real quick. So I have a clarification. I, I I cannot tell the difference between Zach and the army guy. Is it is Ben? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I literally. I I can't tell if the. I think I thought it was the same guy for like two episodes. No. Ben is swollen. Zach is not. Zach has an underbite. Ben sort of doesn't. Here's the other thing I noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Zach Mm -hmm. talks like Ryan Gosling. Okay. I don't know if you noticed that because you're such a big Gosling fan. I did not notice that. I'm trying to decide if I like Zach or not. I think with Tasha, I should say that. I, I think, think Zach's he's going to rally. I you think, think that so? guy made, yeah, I think he made some headway this week, but I agree with you. It was something off in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe she was gassy. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> um, we also didn't see Spencer a lot this episode. No, we did not. No, we did not. At that. Mm-hmm. Things to point out on this truth date. I, I think she was acting weird with Zach in the hot tub and we don't know why. Um, She asked Riley if he would be able to put a family first in his very busy legal career. And he said, yes, with five kids on the way. That's great. And then she asked Blake, what would an ex warn me about you? And he did not answer the question. He said, oh, I'm really good friends with all my exes. Which is a red flag. uh, So I was just about to say that, which I was going to say, I don't know if I would want my boyfriend to be just dear good friends with all of his exes i don't i don't know about that well it also says something about i don't know i'm trying to trying to articulate what that means it's just it's just weird to 
Yeah, what's the benefit of that? Go from like yeah. being in love with somebody that much and like spending time together and all that and then just shift to like we're, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not impossible. I mean, I am actually friends with one or two exes that, you know, um, I dated a long time ago. That's different. Like you, you, you know, I'm, for instance, uh, someone I uh, used to date a long time ago, I saw at a um, my high school reunion and we were very friendly and it was like we, you know, all, all the water's under the bridge. Mm-hmm. But I can't see like someone you dated, you know, six months ago being your buddy. Right. That's just to me, it's odd. I agree. Well, I, and, and as far as Riley, I think that guy's like super angry. He just I agree. seems very intense and she hasn't seen that yet. He's, he's not ever picking a fight, but he's always part of the rumble. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, but he's, yeah. he always has to give some sort of dig or make some sort of proclamation or announcement. But after this, Zach gets the rose. I guess he turned it around in the hot tub. And then we see Ben, who, if you remember last week, got in trouble because he did not go and find Tasha at the party, the after party. It was the one where Noah ended up getting the rose on that date rose from the wrestling thing. And and to Ben's credit, he was waiting to be the last guy of the night. Unfortunately, Noah swoops in and says, hey, Tasha, let's shave my mustache. And then the night's over. Yeah. Why? So Ben decides, oh, she likes grand gestures. So he waits for 2.30 in the morning to go over to her place so he can grand grand gesture her in the moment. And what's weird is he doesn't say ever, I was just waiting to be the last guy and time ran out. Or he doesn't kind of defend himself. He just apologizes and then she accepts it. But simultaneously, as you mentioned earlier, Ed was trying to do the same thing, but he ends up at Chris Harrison's suite instead of Tasha's. When did Ed become a clown, by the way? I think Ed has always been the clown. I think Ed is the one that they know will do and say anything. Yeah. And they get he, him um, to do and say anything. Yeah, I agree. I, and he, he seems nice enough. Um, but, yeah, I thought that the sitting with Harrison was super awkward. Um, Harrison, there's no way he runs around in a, in a warm-up suit at 2.30 uh, in the morning. No. Uh-uh. Uh, did, you, did you notice in the background of Harrison that he had one of those, like, scooters, one of those Lime type of scooters that people ride all over the cities and stuff? I didn't notice that, but it but, makes sense. He needs to yeah. get from here to there quickly. That's right. He's got to go from the production tent to his suite to, you know, wherever. <laughs> Uh, poor Ed got lost around the resort. He did. He went yeah. in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. And he ended up uh, knocking on Harrison's door. I seriously doubt that was 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. Um, I, I want to I get your take on this now. If that were you mm-hmm. and the blue-eyed Chris Harrison uh, answered the door unexpectedly, mm. I think you would step in and have I would a glass too. of wine with I him. I would too. Yeah. I would say, hello, good sir. I'll take... Two fingers of whiskey, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and the, with some pepper yeah, mm-hmm. and, and one ice cube. Um, <laughs> Do you have any elephant testicles ground up anywhere? That would be a, a nice amuse-bouche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Harrison's got some elephant testicles laying around. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. It was or his. Or if, if not, he can definitely make a phone call. <laughs> So then like we have the that's right. Excuse me. The Korean market at two o'clock in the snip, morning. Snip, <laughs> snip. Okay, so then we get to the rose ceremony, and here comes the drama of that. In a nutshell, 
Noah is flaunting his rose and, and says things like, really feels good to go in this rose ceremony, already knowing I have a rose. And he's, he, Bennett just, he can't stand Bennett and Ed. And they all kind of are arguing with Noah, calling him a snot-nosed Brad. And you're just immature and you're 25 and she's going to figure it out. And then he goes and sees Tasha, and he alludes that the men believe Tasha gave Noah the rose just kind of as a joke. Or as a mercy thing. None too happy about that. One, do you think that's true? Did you ever hear any of the guys say that? No, it's all set up. Okay. Um, But but, um, I thought that uh, Bennett's line was funny. I'm on The Bachelorette, not The Babysitter. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, she comes in and, and, and lays down the hammer and says, Hey, if you think that... Because she, she turned it into your calling my integrity into question. You're questioning mm. my integrity. And that, yeah, that's where she landed. That. I didn't get that either. Yeah, and so dumb. she said, I'm happy to walk you out the door. And then nobody said, yeah, I question your integrity. So she says, I'll see you at the cocktail party. So now half the guys are ticked because Noah, well, someone, they didn't know at the time, someone had done something to make her mad, and now they didn't get their time at the cocktail party, and blah, blah, blah. And so, she says, I'll see you at the rose ceremony, I mean, right? rose ceremony. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Rose she, ceremony. She that's always a controversial thing. Yes. <gasps> we don't get to drink and stand around no. for four hours. We don't get our time with Tasha. <laughs> so then, Sweet Easy just kind of says, I've missed something. And yeah. Riley, of course, like, what happened? Somebody, you just need to... Ma-. And then somebody says, well, who was the last one to be with her? Well, then, of course, it's Noah. And mm-hmm. that kind of explodes and all the things. So we go to the rose ceremony and it ends up that Jordan with glasses does not get a rose. Joe, the anesthesiologist who... Poor Joe. I know you liked from last week. High hair Kenny and his deep V shirt. It and, was time. It was and, time. And Chasen. Yeah, it was time for him to go too. I agree. But now everybody is just staring down... Noah, because he's definitely the villain, and we see in next week or maybe coming weeks, it's clear that Bennett and Noah are going to have a two-on-one, and she's going to yeah. have to get rid of one of them. No question. And it and... looks like she sits them both down and says, are you kidding me with this drama? It's high school mm-hmm. drama, so hopefully, fingers crossed, she'll kick both of them off. I think that's what happens. Did you notice that uh, I believe there were some white pants in there that one of them had on? No. Um, I just, look, here's the deal. A man should not own a pair of white pants. Not just, even linen ones for the beach? No, no. no. Okay. Well, okay, look, there, there's context. Like if, if you're in Mexico and you got a pair of white linen pants, I still think that's ridiculous, but okay, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> but white jeans? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. No. Okay. No, I just think it's, I know what that's like something women wear. I, Justin Timberlake wore them in his can't stop the feeling video. And well, he you know who great. else wears them that, uh, what's his name? Um, Robin thick wears uh white, white pants. Does he? Okay. At, at a certain point you got to quit the boy band dancing. I guess those guys are all still doing it. And one mm-hmm. of those guys, did you know that one of the guys in, uh, not in sync. Is it the Backstreet Boys? Is that mm-hmm. the other one? Mm-hmm. I had a hip replacement. No way. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Look it up. Look, when you're old enough to have a hip replacement, you got to stop the bye bye bye. You can't be. 
jumping around like that. It just doesn't work. You can't. You're not a boy or a kid anymore, <laughs> that's, man. That's right. You're not a boy or a kid anymore. No oh one my gosh. It at that point, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow. It's it's like you know watching your dad try to mimic something. You know, like come on. You're, I don't know. Did I tell you? Um, I actually had the uh, privilege of of entering a bouncy house the other day. Mm-hmm. Yes. A, a child's birthday party <laughs> that I attended, and um, I uh, went in the bouncy house. Um, which turned out to be terrifying. <laughs> There's like kids everywhere and there, I was like, I'm going to blow out a knee and it was not, it didn't last very long. Were you wearing white pants? Uh, no, I didn't wear, I, actually, <laughs> I, had, my, uh, I had a pair of Lululemon pants on. That I had. It's my only, that's the only article of clothing I've purchased for myself in probably the last 10 years is these, these like stretchy kind of Lululemon pants. You're so in style. All the kids are wearing Lululemon pants. Guys. Yeah, I want to tell you when I wear these because, because uh, I, I normally wear like jeans and boots. Well, but you I, definitely I need to wear those in the bouncy house for the give and stretch. That's right. That's right. And, and I don't want my rivets to, uh, in, in my jeans to, uh, poke a hole in the, the bouncy thing and ruin all the kids' fun. Sure. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it. Moving so phenomenally. More like the way we rock it. So don't stop. Hey, thank y'all for listening. I really do appreciate all of the direct messages and emails checking on me and my family. 2020 continues to throw some legit punches and we continue to fight back. So thank you for your kindness and your support and to some guy in Austin for stepping into a role that's really hard to do by yourself. He gets big props for that. I wanted to remind you also that we have a bachelorette bracket together with the amazing folks over at last night's game. I've left a link in the show notes so you can check it out. It's super fun, super easy, takes about 30 seconds to fill out. We'd love for you to join us. And if you'd like to read a recap of episode three of Tasha's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years and years and years, maybe even a decade of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. Nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close When we move where you already know So just imagine